Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hey tigers. This episode is an absolute belter, thank you very much. It's a party episode. We're celebrating Hoovering having turned three years old. Our birthday was actually back in January, um, and that's when this was recorded. Um, But because here in the UK at the time, we were in lockdown um, back then, so this was recorded over the Zooms. Um, That meant I could have loads of guests, though, and my guests were some of the most extraordinary people I'd hoovered with during 2020, um, and future hopeful guests as well. This episode features... uh, Comedian Kiri Pritchard-McLean, incredible actor Amanda Bright, comedians Rich Wilson and Elian Helen of Scummy Mummies, mind-bogglingly talented author and artist Rose Ruane, and my future wife, who also happens to be a very talented writer, Steph Smith. If you're wondering why this is only coming out now, well, that's because these birthday episodes are exclusively for my patrons, only for the first six months or so of their existence. Um, if you want to be first to the party when we turn four come next January, um, with a selection of 2021's most exciting guests invited back, then get your bum over to Patreon right now, and you can see how you can be part of that. Patreon.com forward slash the Hoovering Pod, and you'll see all the podcast-related gubbins, including exclusive content that I will swap in exchange for your hard-earned 
pennies from as little as two quid a month. First up, thanks for listening though. And the greatest gift you can give me, even if you haven't got any spare pennies, is just telling other sausages about the podcast, please. One way of doing that is just subscribing to it and maybe leaving it a five-star review. Um, That does help other people uh, find the podcast, apparently. I'm about to set off on the second half of my hench tour of rescheduled dates, including one new one in Bath, actually. And I think most of them are sold out. Um, But at the time of recording this, there are definitely still some tickets for the matinee shows in Manchester on the 7th and 8th of August, um, even though the evening ones are very much sold out. So come to the afternoon ones instead, please. Um, Do you know a nice person who lives in Manchester? Tell them to go. Um, Links to everything I've just mentioned there, as ever, are in the podcast notes, wherever you get your podcasts from. And um, anything in the notes uh, in capital letters, it means I've turned it into a link to whatever it's on about. So, as I said, this episode was recorded over the Zooms. There were loads of us, and we were right in the belly of the last winter lockdown. That also explains why there's a bit of chat about sort of Christmassy, wintry eating. It was the end of January this was recorded. Um... And as it was January, as a fuck you to the diet industry, the theme of this particular birthday party of hoovering was carbs, carbs, carbs. It was a festival of carbs. The guests had to have um, a minimum of three carbs each. (laughs) Uh, Oh, God, we had so much fun. Here we go. I feel sweaty just through the proximity of you even virtually. You smell a bit sweaty too. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's been so long since I put lipstick on even that when I put this on, I looked at myself and then went, oh, your lips are bleeding. But it was, because I've just, it's, I've been bare-lipped for so long. I know, I put some makeup on as well today and I, yeah, I feel really, uh, I'm kind of feeling myself. I'm like, oh gosh, yeah, I remember you. Yeah, yeah I remember you. <laughs> yeah, I remember you. It's a lovely way of putting it. How is everyone? We should probably go around one by one, otherwise it'll just cut out while everyone shouts fine at the same time. You do the roll call, Jess. You do it. You do the roll call. Rose, how are you? Um, I'm all right considering the zoo animal feeling of now. But apart from that, I'm all right, thanks. Hailing from Glasgow, amazing author. And oh, I don't know, I guess there's going to be some of you that don't know each other. Yeah, can you do an introduction like it's yes. a dinner party? This is Ellie and she enjoys windsurfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. Well, I'm going to make you introduce yourselves. Rose, can make, please make you introduce yourself. Oh, God, that's an opportunity to look like a fucking arsehole, isn't it? <laughs> here, here, as in at a real party. Fine. Oh, I'm, I'm Rose, I make things up, I write books, I'm sort of still an artist. In that I sometimes put pictures on Twitter now. <laughs> Lovely. Um, who are you? And um, ha- how are you? I'm Steph, and I'm a playwright and screenwriter, and uh, your other half. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am well, thank you. I'm excited about carb loading. Yes, carb party. <laughs> hey, Rich, how are you? I'm good. Can you hear me all right? Is that, is that good? You sound like very far away, but I can make you out. <laughs> I am... Uh, I'm having to kind of uh, juggle because uh, Jade's got a gig as well, so I'm in the spare room. Uh, of course you are. Yeah. Relegated. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jade got the whole rest of the gaff, Rich. Is that yeah. how it's worked out? <laughs> I'm a modern man. She needs a space. Um, uh, I've been, to be honest, I've had the flat. I've been recording all day, so I've been. I've had the flat all day. So now we had to swap. 
but I didn't realise I'm now wedged in a corner because that's the only plug socket that I can get to. <laughs> so it's up, so it's up high. All, all you lot have got all these amazing backdrops. Like Kiri's has got that amazing, beautiful, like lovely colours. Everyone's got stuff going on. I've I've literally had to run around and tidy up behind me because it's an absolute shitstorm behind me. Has that been tidied up? Yeah, that's, that's tidy. That's tidy. <laughs> You've no idea. You've no idea. So yeah. It's been it's been it's been quite the day, but yeah. Hello, I'm Rich. I'm a stand-up comedian and podcaster, and uh, yeah, thank. It's nice to be amongst you, wonderful people. Now I know what it was like for a woman in a, on a comedy night in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's different though because we're all funny. So. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Kiri, oh, how you doing? I'm good. Um, I am sat in my. Uh, I've got a, a, a walk-in wardrobe, which sounds posher than it is. It's just a very small room, um, so it's it, it looks really great from some angles, um, but absolute dog shit if you look on the floor. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll be keeping everything up nice and high. Uh, so yeah, my name is Kiri McLean. I'm a stand-up comedian and writer, um, and I'm coming to you live from a cupboard in Wales. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, Amanda, how are you getting on? I'm good, thank you. Um, I am currently in my hotel room in Madrid. I am quarantined here. It's it's day six of eight days of quarantine. And it's so nice to see people and faces and talk to oh. other people. Yeah, it's been um, quite an odd experience. But yeah, this is lovely. I'm really excited about this. Oh, it's so nice to see you. And also, I mean, congratulations on being the only person in work. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Very cool. Can you say what you're doing in Madrid? I think so, yeah. I, um, it's a Netflix series. It's a new series. It's called In From The Cold. And it's kind of like a spy action drama with a bit of a sci-fi element to it as well. So wow. I think that's, yeah, awesome. I think that's what I can say. And in two days' time, I don't, what's the state of play in Madrid? Will you be able to see any of Madrid on you? Well, I can see. So basically, we're not allowed to go inside anywhere. So they, I think they've bought out this whole hotel that we're staying in because we're also going to shoot here as well and so um we're all having to kind of stay in this little bubble so we can in um, two days time I can go out and kind of walk the streets but I'm not allowed to go into any restaurants or bars or even do any shopping so I have a couple of PAs um who well we all do they work they're helping everybody but like basically yeah if we need something they they are allowed to go get get in That's so cool. Yeah. Anything, like yes. if you want a PlayStation 5, something like that. <laughs> I think there is a budget, but it's like, if you're like, oh, like today I was like, oh, I really want some like snacks. Can I get some crisps? And then they came with like a whole box of like nuts and fruit and crisps. And wow. yeah. Some Madridian crisps feature in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I ate them all, but there will be some uh, uh, <laughs> Madridian fast food. It yeah. sounds so um, glamorous, doesn't it? Be like we have a PA who can go and get us things that we need, and immediately you're thinking like you'd send them out shopping for you. But pro- if I had anything like that, I'd have to panic explain to someone like, okay, so I need tampons, and I don't want them to expand <laughs> lengthways. It has to be widthways. Um, and it's first day, so I'm going to need super today. But then if we can go down to like a medium, for just I know that would be the only conversation I had with them. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be weird if I had that conversation. <laughs> 
<laughs> they got to expand. They got to expand outways. What are you talking about, Richie? What, what are you doing on your own? <laughs> I was in a television show once. I don't like to talk about it very much. Helen knows that. I don't really like to talk about no. when I was on television. We've got free series, um, but um, I was in this. TV show and um, they used to pick me up from Elstree Station to go to Elstree Studios which if you've been there you'll know is like an eight minute walk like it's not really <laughs> you don't really need a car but they, you know the runners like used to pick me up and one day they picked me up and I was saying oh I could murder a Greg's steak bait and she was like well I'll just drive you to Greg's and oh, I was, I was like God. what can you oh, I, I, I can't ask you to do that and she's like no I'm a runner and that's what I I can just drive you to uh, Greg's Wow. So we go to Greg's, but then when I, by the time I got in there, I felt so important and famous that I was like, well, I've got to like spend loads of money. <laughs> so I just like, I'm living this ridiculously lavish lifestyle. I'm going to, so I spent like 18 pounds. On, like, <laughs> steak bakes. I'm like, well, no, no, I changed it up. I've got Tottenham cake. I got uh, steak bakes. I think I've got a Ribena. You know, I'm not, I'm not a savage. Um, yeah, that's nice. That's good. And I thought you were going to say that you now own the branch of Greg's in Elstree. <laughs> uh, it's, it's too far to walk from the station, so I didn't bother buying it. Uh, but yeah, I think it might have been the best day of my life, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> Mm. And Helen and Ellie are scummy mummies. You got you guys both doing well. You're around the corner from us in South East London still, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm 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 at home by myself. I have two days a week when my children are here, so I'm having a lovely time. As I we spoke earlier today, Jess. Today is smoking the house day. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm when the children are here. I smoke in the house. Day two, I air it out and play. You know light candles so i'm having a love i'm living my best life i'm going to smoke through the whole podcast which is always oh, a yeah get yeah. inside like it's the 80s um so it's, it's been worth it i remember the day you said to me you say you said i think i'm i think i'm going to leave well i think i'm going to divorce him and i was like why is that and you were like so i can smoke in the house and yeah. I was like, that's, that's a valid reason yeah exactly <laughs> quite a short book you're going to be writing then yeah smoking in the house <laughs> <laughs> absolutely oh yes anyway i'm helen by the way and uh yeah i i i do everything now via zoom including dating which is very very unsatisfying but okay <laughs> how does that even work how does that how is that that's okay yeah well just... you 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 talk and then you get sex and then yeah you just take it in turns to come that's that's it <laughs> Well, that's what I thought. I just didn't want to assume. You know. <laughs> At least everyone gets the turn. At least you're... That's true. That's true. <laughs> you got 45 minutes to get it done, Richard. So you <laughs> no one's upgrading for that, are they? Imagine no. that. Oh, I need a... <laughs> I've got 49 Oops. minutes left. What's going on? <laughs> So would you have to take it in turns? That's the thing. Or do it at the same time. That's just do it at the same time. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Get it, get it yeah. done. Another job, job, didn't it? Get it out of the way. And then if you if you finish early, do you do it? Do you do a quiz afterwards? <laughs> so yeah, where did it go? <laughs> this is your fault for having a man on. <laughs> Representing Rich, I like it. Lowering the your tone. Your diversity Low. now, I like it. Now it's your nice, diversity. It's true. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Lowering the tone since 1972. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.
I'm in my tum. Right, so I'm really aware that we're all sat in front of loads of delicious carbs, so do yeah. tuck in. And then I guess one by one, I'm going to ask you what you're drinking and what you're eating. I, okay. I'll start with me so that you guys can, like, your stuff doesn't go cold, you can eat some of it. Um, Steph, in a very cool move, has sort of hidden what she was going to make for tonight until seconds ago when it was revealed. Ah. And as is absolutely normal in this household, I've been well and truly outdone. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone, Steph has gone for a, I mean, shall I let you? Uh, shall I talk you through it? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'll show, I'll show everyone if you can see it. Oh, Ooh. cheesy. So, yeah. Mm. It's so, a big old yellow it's, platter. Um, I believe uh, the word is smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Morgus beige. I think it's a smorgas beige. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've gone for... Well, I've gone for things that have tickled me recently, not metaphorically speaking, not literally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've re- recently rediscovered microwavable poppadoms. <gasps> yes, <laughs> they are so good. They're really good. So much better than the pre-puffed oh. ones that you get in a very sort of oh. fragile stack. Yeah, they're, yeah. Sh- they're, they're almost as good as like they're from a restaurant. And I hadn't had them since like the late 90s. I don't know mm. where they've been. Catford, apparently. They've been in Catford Food Centre. Um, I've got an, since then. another recent discovery is um, paratha bread that's frozen mm. and then you reheat it in a pan and it's absolutely delicious. Mm. It's amazing. I love that. Yeah, they've got it in Sainsbury's in Sydenham. We just is this assuming this is just a food co- podcast for people who live near us, Jess. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've got homemade macaroni cheese, which I made. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. And I've got these guys, which are a bit of a Trojan horse. They look like a poppadom, but they taste like dill. Oh, oh okay. wow. Dill. Two, two of my favourite things. Oh, Kiri, do you love dill? You I thought Steph was the only person who loves dill. I Two love dill, dill lovers. Yeah. We don't like dill, do we, Helen? We don't like dill. No. Love it. <laughs> fine, fine. <laughs> it's all going so well. Can I say something really annoying? Yeah. You know, the worst thing about dill, I'm just going to finish this bite. The worst thing about dill is that it goes off really quickly. But if you go to, okay, real cunt alert stuff here. If you go to Waitrose, they do frozen bags of dill. So you just whack it in your freezer and take out when you need to use it. And it's been an absolute game changer. Cunt announcement over. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there should be a horrible noise for when the cunt announcement starts. (laughs) Like the thing is squelching for when it starts and when the announcement ends. What do you do with your dill, Kerry? Um, So so make... um, I'm going to say all this like I do it when it's my partner um make vegan smoked salmon so you uh julienne carrots you, you, you yeah you said they're like strips mm-hmm. and then you, you boil them and then you leave them overnight with capers and lemon juice and dill and a nori as well and they soak up all the flavor looks like smoked salmon has quite te- textures quite similar and tastes of of not salmon but like something that's been near the sea um and it's really delicious <laughs> oh my gosh that's a game changer i'm gonna have but to try that it's Definitely. really good it's really easy as well and it's a kind of um yeah you can just because it doesn't take any time to boil strips of carrots and then you just whack it in a bowl in the fridge overnight and it's really good with like um like vegan scrambled eggs as well, you know, like smoked tofu when you make them yeah. into scrambled eggs. It's, it's brilliant. I thoroughly recommend it. Awesome. Whoa. Nice. And um, yeah, so Steph's got all that. And we're drinking pink fizz. Oh yeah, we're drinking... That is when you're really only using the corner shop at the end of the road, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I would say 
We've been really good at not going to a big supermarket for ages, but only because we bought ourselves 12 bottles of wine each from Virgin Wine. <laughs> <laughs> we did that over Christmas. Me and Pete, we just kept ordering boxes from Lathwaite's and not telling each other. And at one point we had 80 bottles of wine in the shed. Oh my gosh. Wow. Did you what? say each? <laughs> what? Not 80 each, no, but, but that's not counting the champagne or the... Carver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got like well, we live opposite an Audi pretty much, and there's a there was a sweet sweet prosecco in there for four ninety nine. Yes, we had that. We had that at Christmas. Absolutely smashed through that to the point where there's a there's an old dear who lives next door, and I was fucking annihilating her recycling because I, I we put our recycling <laughs> out about <laughs> yeah, so good about 11 o'clock she's fucking dead to the world by that point and I was absolutely stuffing it through and then one day they picked up the bins late and I saw her sort of standing uh, and looking at like her, her overflowing recycling and I just I was like isn't it so I said someone around here did that to ours as well I've got no idea who it is that's so savvy. There's nobody living in the house next door to us, and um, I'm still too wuss to use I'm their bins. To use it. Yeah, somebody over there would have a skip, and we would take turns sneaking out in the night in our gym jams. <laughs> <laughs> Putting put in, um, yeah, well, a whole dead microwave in it, actually, which is pretty cheeky. But definitely, <laughs> isn't it? Um, I have got to eat. Um, Arancini from this amazing Italian deli in Lewisham called Antonio's where everything is like it's about a hundred these are about a hundred pounds each mm. they're not it was like two or three quid but everything in it is basically like how much can you possibly pay for pasta um, but anyway the Arancini are fucking amazing these ones I've got wow. I've started chipping away at it's got mushroom inside mm. and that one's got spinach and ricotta so that's the bread and the Ooh. rice and then i didn't know how to incorporate potatoes so i've just put some beef hula hoops near it <laughs> 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 I'm, a, I'm a very rare meat devourer um and so far everything's going absolutely great i think it's also i'd say that the hula hoops add texture in a way that's quite exciting <laughs> is, it, is it is it a beef hula hoop beef uh, hula hoop my favorite yeah, flavor Mmm, tangy. They do smell the bums, though. Yeah, they do. They do smell, yeah. Smell of what? Bums? Yeah. Well, cow's bums. Yeah, it's fine. So. <laughs> My friend's got a theory about a thing that we talked about on our podcast and then has since... She's not the... She thinks that sometimes you get into, like a taxi on a bus or she says it happens a lot with taxi drivers and you can smell the taxi driver's ass right and apparently it is a thing that's commonly known as chef's ass because obviously and that smell is like is that kind of like beefy weird smell of like basically a gooch that's been cooking in its own juices oh, <laughs> oh man yeah a gusset oh. beast Nothing better than a gusset beast. <laughs> An incredibly sweaty nutsack and anus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yummy. <sighs> and sort of got flowing back and forth, so everyone's bringing something to the party. Really yeah. nice. <laughs> oh, great. Ah, great. Hope everybody's enjoying there. Yum, yum, yum. Suck in. That was your fault. Um, <laughs> thank you for it. Can I ask what you're eating and drinking, please? Oh, well, I've got got a half pint of Baileys in my uh, gorgeous yeah. divorce tankard. Nice. <laughs> Amazing. My unhappy marriage tankard. Uh, and then, because I'm writing a novel. Oh. Diana on it, that tankard. Yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. 
Like, can I make a suggestion, Rose? I don't know you. Maybe this is too forward. I don't know. But I, I went through a phase about 10 years ago. I used to collect um, royal wedding crockery, specifically of Charles and Diana. But as Helen knows, I hate the royal family. Um, heads on spikes, all of that. So, um, And I hate Prince Charles because obviously he was abusive to Diana. So I got a Sharpie and I just, I just rubbed, I sort of drew over his face on all the crockery like Stalin used to do to Trotsky in the photograph. So it was like, <laughs> and uh, it was really nice. And then my flatmate's mum, who is a royalist, came round and was a bit disturbed by all the crockery <laughs> on the shelf with the just blacked out. But it's just an idea for you, take it or leave it. I've, <laughs> I've got the royal mugs as well. And anything that's like that, that feels like there's an air of jingoism to it. I've got a, a, a commemorative Margaret Thatcher one that I used to sterilise my moon cup in. <laughs> 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 yeah. They say just keep them in circulation and then the dishwasher just takes their faces off. <laughs> <laughs> they slowly disapparate like a sort of diagram of entropy. <laughs> but it's 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 like that on Tinder though. Like the the blokes that I um you know I'm scrolling past that they they have obviously photos of them with their ex but they've just wiped out the pictures of no. like they've just scribbled yeah. over the faces. It's Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, you want the faces because you want to see how fit their ex was. Yeah, exactly. Gauge, <laughs> gauge the level here. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That tells you all you need to know about that guy. I think so. He's not yeah. even making an effort. He's just scrubbing the faces out. <laughs> I'm a keeper. Look at the picture look, of me. Look at the effort I've made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say <laughs> scrum diddlyumptious. And then you can be in my podcast. Can I show you my Joe Biden dish? Yeah. Oh, yes, can you please. can you see this? No, oh no, not yet. Hang on, hang on. Whoa! Oh, oh. It's Joe Biden. Wow! <laughs> so it's new, uncanny. Lift your yeah. really I can't see the mouth. Oh. Oh hey, yeah, that's gorgeous. Joe, Joe, is that you? Hello, yes, Joe. Hello. <laughs> what are you doing there, mate? Noodly hair and then potato knocky pop chip ears and a bread face. It looks it looks like grot bags. Do you know who grot bags is? Yeah. <laughs> <In Australia. laughs> no idea what you're saying again, Ellie Gibson. No, fuck it, talk about it later. All right, anyway, that's my Joe Biden commemorative carb dish. That is absolutely <laughs> okay, lovely. There we are. Really nice. And it looks like something that would be made for children, but simultaneously would give children nightmares. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my aim in lockdown, Kiri. <laughs> Here's a plate of wetting the bed for the next five years. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never sleep. <laughs> yeah, what are you eating, Rose? Oh, right. Because I'm writing a novel, which is essentially staring into space and feeling really inadequate and basically being bullied by your imaginary friends. Uh, I took all day to play Ready, Steady, Cook because uh, I always wanted to go on that. And uh, I have made their sort of buy snack buns. They're like a cinnamon bun, but I made uh, a praline out of super noodles, crisps and peanuts that made me feel like I was having a fucking nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> when I found myself making a super noodles praline. <laughs> How does it taste? Does it work? Yeah, what flavour super noodle was it? Or is that irrelevant? Well, I just didn't put the chicken sachet. I mean, I thought about it. I started feeling, you know, the moment in MasterChef when Greg's like, oh, chilli and chocolate. 
what the fuck as if that's not a thing that's like reasonably common now and I thought I could chuck the chicken sachet in there but I rode back from that and now it's just sort of like the pretzels in like a bar snack it's 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 texture it tastes of literally nothing so is this there for crunch yeah Oh. And then the icing is Bailey's and miso. Oh, oh. wow. Oh, yes. Yes, love? please. That's a, a mommy explosion. I love it. Yeah. Sweet, sweet, savoury career failure all day. Loneliness. <laughs> Yum. Yes, please. How to live. Rich, what have you rustled up? Well. That's uh, a hard act to follow, isn't it? <laughs> I can't follow that with anything. Um, so, because there's obviously stuff going on in the flat, I had to sort of grab stuff. And I'm really pleased that everybody appears to have grabbed stuff as well. I was, I was, I mean, I thought there was going to be all manner of majestic things, uh, but we've all kind of gone for party food, and I like that. Um, so I grabbed, I got a sandwich. <laughs> it's, just, it's just cheese, spinach. Uh, cucumber and uh, and uh, and uh, prosciutto ham Ooh. and skips. I've gone skips. Oh, I love a skip. Oh. Love a skip. <laughs> I tell you what, I've met people that said they don't like skips. We are not friends. No. <laughs> no. I met it's like them. me. People, people who say they like dill, I hate them on site. It's like that. <laughs> wow. Especially frozen dill. Oh, get out. <laughs> <laughs> the I thing like, about frozen dill like. though is it expands widthways, and that's actually really <laughs> useful. <laughs> so, ladies, if you're trapped, about anything, <laughs> I um, what I like with Kiri was talking about the the, the cunt klaxon. It would be it'd be less of a klaxon, more of just like a smug kind of. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 better than you. Mm. <laughs> I've got, uh, yeah. Let me grab my deal. I like deal, so yeah, that's a that's a good thing to know about. Wonderful. Well, yeah, that's what I've got. I've also half a packet of uh, chocolate digestives for oh, pud. Oh, nice for pud. Love it. I found I found this in the fridge. I forgot I had it. A shot. One of those. Just, is it orange oh, and ginger? Oh, I like that. Yeah. The world was open. Yeah. Yeah. Put a vodka in it. Yeah. In one of the hot mm. shots. Mm. Oh, nice. Yes. Great idea, love. A bit of vodka in anything. Scottish. <laughs> Beautiful. I thought that was Beautiful. the Russians. <laughs> Whiskey wouldn't be as nice. No. Maybe. With... I think a clear alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Orange and orange and whiskey would be a would be a stretch, wouldn't it? That'd be. I've just had one of the. You know. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna make a country. <laughs> 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 you know when you get people who've given up smoking who go actually do you want to know how much money I've saved in the last six years since I last met mm-hmm. um, I just had one of those moments but about those ginger sh- and like turmeric shots <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I genuinely think that's probably a three quid a week habit when the world's open <laughs> minimum easy easy there's a little Sainsbury's by the train station I use most often and I sort of can't pop in just for without getting one of them well, it's one of those things. It's like you go, oh, I'll, I'll just nip into Pret. I won't go, I won't sit down. So I'll go into Pret and I'll just grab a sandwich. And then you walk out and you go, 15 quid. How have I, <laughs> how have I spent 15 quid? <laughs> so, 
Well, especially <laughs> at the moment as well, you're trying to do sort of minimal trips to physical shops, if at all mm. any. Even the other day where I was like, I can whip in and out and get milk. I do just need milk. I still came out of one of those Toblerones that big. <laughs> and they got those um, Kit Kat uh, bunnies. Oh, no, they weren't. They were Kit Kat Santas. But because Christmas has passed, they were doing the whole oh. bags of them for 25p each. Ooh, so I just popped out for milk and came back with... Um, you're about 60 chocolate Santas and a Toblerone as well. Oh, perfect. <laughs> we're still in that good bit, aren't we, where they're, where they're clearing the last of the Christmas stuff. So we've just got like a dairy-free selection box. I ate some of the white chocolate. It tasted like the, you know, the bar of soap your nana kept in the drawer to make things nice. It smelled and tasted of that. <laughs> I love this bit. It's like towards the end of Jan. I don't know when this comes out, but towards the end of Jan where you can just fucking mind sweep all that Christmas stuff and be like, I'm having a Christmas pudding in January because it's fucking 25 <laughs> Yeah. pee of course i'm having it totally. <laughs> and then you go right that's that done ready for easter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice times as well january for you planty guys for amanda and kiri because you like everywhere's got massive they've got a vegan range of yeah in loads of restaurants not that i can go to any planty eating in madrid and also what have you got to eat now you're in a hotel but I, wow. now we know you have got pas to help <laughs> I know, yeah. So one of my PAs, darling, uh, went and got me this. So I'm having uh, like a burger, a vegan burger with vegan gouda cheese and Ooh. salad mm. and then like loaded fries with, again, some sort of meaty or meat substitute thing going on there with like vegan cheese. Um, it's freaking delicious. Um, but in, there's so many. I think Madrid is actually really good for vegans. There's lots of vegan restaurants nearby and it is really handy having these PAs to help me because they can we can have as much room service as we want but um uh, there's not that many vegan options so having them being able to go out or, or order stuff in for me has been like a massive game changer but yeah, I've been... curious what's under the table now pull out your tray of Greg's steak bake <laughs> 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 I am from Tottenham actually though so I should probably have some Tottenham cake but I, alas I have Well you none. probably grew up eating it every night so it's probably Well this is the thing yeah. it's in my blood <laughs> <laughs> What is Tottenham cake? It's I, I don't I, all I know is it's, it's pink on top and very very sweet um, yeah. yeah very sugary pink cake but I don't actually know any of the ingredients that I, I assume Tottenham cake was like slang for a, a, a like a steak slice so you go oh yeah Tottenham cakes <laughs> steak but, like wigging kebabs which is just a, a pie and a kebab like in a, in a pita bread so like wow. yeah a wig and kebab is that so I was like oh Tottenham cakes must be a steak bake right. and it's an no. actual cake thanks it's an actual cake <laughs> <laughs> they, made, they made it on the bake-off once they did because nobody ever used to believe me but they did make it on the bake-off once so that means it's an official cake it's like it's in the yeah, books now like, yeah nice good I thought you meant it was like a like what do you say it's like rhyming slang Kiri like that it's like Tottenham. It's like yeah, I got myself a bag of Tottenham's, didn't I? I'm off up. The, I'm off up. The, I'm off up, up the apples and pears. Love it. Say scrum diddly umptious. No. And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Kerry, what is it? Um so I'm uh I'm having a drink, just a little one. I wanted a can of cider, and uh, one of them, Little Araldi, does nice vegan cider, because you have to watch for them sneaking uh, fish eyes into stuff. Um, so they do these <laughs> nice, <laughs> cheap um, uh, ciders. Uh, they've got, like, silver outside. I can't help me if anyone recognises it. Um, and they're, they're, like, fun flavours, like uh, fucking whatever, mandarin and lime. So, But that's my favourite one. I had one the other day that was peach, mango, and something. It tasted like sausages. So that's all that's left in the fridge, except for this one stray Nordic berries at the back. And I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a fan of, like, red berries inside So I'm, I'll be no. honest, I'm forcing this down. Um, <laughs> and if you had to have an antihistamine, I haven't had one yet, so um, and I'm sat on a radio, so I, that is testament to how little alcohol is in it. Because if I have like that much of a glass of wine, I'd have a huge reaction. Um, but also, I think it's because I've been eating, and then it's longer for the reaction to to kick in. But um, yeah, so it's not too. I, I I can't see it yet, so we're okay. That's it's just how badly I put my blusher on. <laughs> um, and then I've gone for um, sandwich wise. I've got sandwiches downstairs. My partner is cooking risotto, and I've said bring it when it's ready. Um, but I'm having a little uh, a precursor. So sandwich wise, I've gone for he made also um, fake sa- seitan turkey. Um, so yeah, he made it with all the like tapioca starch and all that dog shit. And then yeah, and then you like boil it in its own broth. It's pretty nice, but it is just bread. So I've gone for that. It's also been yeah it is it's it's the, it's the most glutinous bread um so i fried it in a, a frying pan as i smelt it i remembered it's been in the fridge for two weeks so everything in this sandwich is stuff i should have used at christmas so it's gonna be a real fun game of what's giving me the shits tonight um, <laughs> so much so. respect for you kerry we have an ongoing tension in this house because i am i'll eat stuff that's so old and you're not unreasonably repulsed by that. Yeah, I don't like food poisoning, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I've got a real... I think I've got... Uh, I've got a devil may care attitude to shitting my pants because I've never had food poisoning so I do you know what I mean I'm like oh it's a thing that other people have like you are about hangovers when you're 19 so that's why I'm so like cash about it so I've got some cream cheese some violet cream cheese that I had to cut find pull the, the tin right back to find the bit that wasn't green so that's one layer I don't give a shit. The bit I had wasn't green. It's fine. Um, oh <laughs> you're a maverick, Kiri. You're a maverick. That's like, that's like saying, oh, don't worry about that bloke coughing. He's only got corona in his mouth. 
He hasn't got it. <laughs> <in the recipe. laughs> yeah, and I would still suck his dick. I just wouldn't kiss him. <laughs> I mean, he'd have to have a two meter penis for it to be really safe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I've also got the vegan cheese from Tesco that's like jalapeno and chili oh which I is love really that nice. one oh yeah. lovely good isn't it good it's choice. good that yeah, but the slices are very easy to use as well so that's the one and I I didn't want to have two sandwiches two whole sandwiches because I thought it was gluttonous so I did that thing you know when you just fold over in one hand like one bit of bread to make yeah like that so that's that one and then the other one is, is the turkey again but I've gone for vegan smoked gouda also some mushroom pate um, and oh and smoked garlic mayo as well from a really good company called Inspired Vegan they do the best they're hollandaise my my brother who eats everything is it's the only hollandaise I'll have he's like it's the, it's the best one um, so yeah that's why I'm here and then I've got a risotto on the way <laughs> how large well um, in case not that I mean if it, it, it just to add to your risotto on its way I had macaroni cheese with Rudy earlier and before that because I had to wait an hour for that because it was in the oven from the freezer um I had a half sandwich like a folded slice Love them. um you don't know this um but you might have smelt it on me but in it I had <laughs> butter and the two lumps of Santa girl cheese that had been in the fridge and that went off in the last days of December Oh no! <laughs> mouldy. Blue cheese is nice. Though. It's mouldy already. It's mouldy before you cut it off. open. It's already off. Yeah, but not bottom of the bin off. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. I love those. There's a fist of bread. Like oh, absolutely, especially when you can see your finger marks indented into the bread. <laughs> it tastes it tastes better than a normal sandwich. It does. Right. It, it does. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I used to be my one of my favourite like late night like especially after a few drinks would be che- like a just a like a ripped off bit of cheddar in there and a squeeze of ketchup. Oh my god. Yeah. Ch- cheddar yes. and ketchup. Yeah. Yeah, cheese and tomato. That's that's a known combo, Rich. <laughs> Um, yeah, tomato, yeah, but ketchup, come on. We're better than that, aren't we? I know I'm working class, so I'm not that scummy. Come on. <laughs> Ellie, we need to know what you're eating, and I know you've already sent me a picture of it and of the recipe that you have played an absolute blinder here. Yeah, I, I love cooking and I love recipes. I'm not very creative. I want someone just to tell me what to put in what order to make it nice. I don't... People who say, oh, the creative, just chuck a bit in. You don't get into a car and go, oh, I'm just going to press this button here and steer and just see how I feel. No, you need to be instructed how to do it properly. So that's what I believe. So um, I've got loads and loads of recipe books. I've got like too many. <laughs> so I always forget what's in them. But um, there's this website. My friend bought me a subscription, my friend Simon, for a birthday present. It's called eatyourbooks.com. And you, you log what book, you just tell it what books you have. And then you type in the ingredients that you have into the little search box. And then it goes through all your recipe books and just tells you all the recipes that you have for the thing. Amazing. It's brilliant. That's brilliant. Wow. Yeah, it's so wow. good. 
I caught you logging the details of a wine you liked into a new app that you downloaded yeah, I downloaded last an night. app last night because I thought, I need to, now that we've got all these boxes of wine, I need to know <laughs> which ones I'm enjoying. Because we did buy one like box, which was oh, minging, wasn't it? We need, yeah, I won't name the company, but like one of those paint strippers. Like ethical, you're helping out the wine grower company and you get a voucher with every, yeah. like everything that comes through the door has got a voucher for them. We tried, we, we checked that 12 bottles were disgusting and we just to be kind checked another 12 yeah, bottles. Yeah, just to be sure. Thorough. <laughs> I, I would say scientific. Mm. Yeah, a, a, a more reliable study. Yeah, yeah. so now, well, I thought, now I thought, the oh, they tasted, they all tasted of being a student again. And I think oh, if I'm going to go back to that. drinking wine that shit, I might as well smoke again. <laughs> and if I'm going to have well. delicious smoking on the head, at least for another five minutes until I have to watch Helen do it, um, <laughs> and then take it back up again, then um, oh. then um, yeah, might as well have some nice wine, please. If it's any consolation, I'm vaping a thing that tastes like fucking toilet duck. <laughs> Is it a toilet duck? It's hard to tell on the Zoom. Um, <laughs> A weird, like a slightly ominous piece of plastic and it's like toilet duck or mag magic tree it's like being in are a you concert. sure it's not a usb drive because it's <laughs> easy to confuse them um but yeah so anyway so i put in this in this website you know um the things and of course nigella came up with the goods obviously uh so i've made her mountain macaroni which is um Ooh. pasta with um cream with pancetta with onions, with oil, uh, with potato as well. And then I was like, that's wow. not, I, oh, and Gruyere. And then I was like, that's not enough. So I put, cause you said bread, I put some breadcrumbs on the top. I was like, let's just, let's just go for it. Let's, let's see if we can really kill ourselves in one night. So that's what I've got. And I would show you it, but I've eaten, and I made it hilariously. I made it with a salad. You can see how much salad I've eaten there. Because <laughs> um, they always say crisp green, serve it with a crisp green salad. They never say serve it with a lettuce you left on the radiator three days ago. Um, but <laughs> that's what it did look like. Pete's eating the rest of it as well. So oh, was, that looks mm, great. Was, yeah. I have to say it was it was very very good. So yeah, I'm 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 proud of myself. Thank you, thank you, Nigella. You're you're gonna give me an early death. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's reminded me of a dinner I had on a French holiday that uh, like a friend called Nikki made the whole family, and it was it was called a tartiflette or something. Yeah, I think it's tartiflette, but in pasta, but but, but why not add, I love that Nigella's gone, tartiflette, that's not enough. Carbs, cream, cheese, potato, cream, cheese, that's not enough. We need to add pasta to this. This is what <laughs> the, the Alpine people are missing. This is what will make this better, pasta. Brilliant. Glorious, <laughs> I love it. I might ask you some of um, the silliest, shortish questions then that, are, that have been new to the podcast in the last year or, or more recently. Um, how about, um, have any of you ever um, been scared of a food, had a phobia of a food or anything that you would count as scared <coughs> of a food? I think okra when it's overcooked Reminds me of slugs, and I re I hate slugs with a passion. And so, when you get that really slimy okra in a dish, it kind of the look of it scares me. And I always try and taste it, but just yeah, that's something that when I see that on a plate, it's like no, 
Sorry. Aubergine does that sometimes. You know when they, you can't see the seeds and they've just got the flesh yeah. and it's in a sauce or something. And you're like, that's a slug. I'm not a fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah, and then as soon as you. you as soon as you think about it in your mouth, you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so horrible. So horrible. I I have a thing with pork belly. Um, has nipples on it. Has anyone else like when you've yeah, got yeah. to I will stick I will stick pig in my mouth all day long. I will fillet any kind of pork <laughs> product. But where, if it has a nipple on it, I, I, I suddenly go, oh, I can't eat that now. It's got a nipple on it. And I feel like some, some, some empathy. I was like, this, this poor pig has been killed. I suddenly feel kind of empathy for the pig. But anything with a nipple on it, no. That's when I get a bit frightened. I, I got some bo- um, pork belly. This is years and years ago when I was with an ex, and I was cooking it for us, and I saw there was a nipple on, so, and, and he was quite fussy, so I just cut the nipple off and gave it to him anyway. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Absolutely. Oh, God. Something something about nipples and also about the arteries. You know, when you see a bit of artery in steak, I can't. That makes me, it it feels too, it feels too human-y in a way. I feel like like in for a penny, in for a pound. If 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 you're going to eat the thigh, you might as well eat the arsehole. What's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I say. That's what I say to all my Tinder dates, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up, my parents are big on awful, and I remember being quite terrified and revolted by hearts because they just boiled them, which is awful. My but... friend, he's brilliant. He's a, there's a really good, if you go on um, BBC iPlayer on S4C, there's a Welsh chef on there called Chris, and I think the programme's called like Boy the Chris. Um, and he, he's, his latest episode was on awful, and he cooks hearts, and it, it's like steak. He's like, oh, people have always boiled it, which is like the worst thing you can do. It's actually a really cheap, like delicious, nutritional meat. And he, the way he cooks it looks amazing. But I, I remember a friend coming over. My mum was like, we're having hearts tonight. And I was so embarrassed when you bring someone home, you know, to have tea. And when I went to friends' houses, it would always be like perfect triangle, you know, little sandwiches and like maybe a tiny bit of crisps and some grapes that weren't even on a stalk. And my mum's like, I've boiled some hearts like a fucking witch <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> well, I was like, oh, my God. And I remember my friend very sweetly going along with it and eating it and I remember her biting into it and looking at me like flinching and I could just see a load of pipes facing me and I was like (laughs) (laughs) I can still like awful I would still rather eat that than okra but I think that's because (laughs) like my dad because Helen will know this and Jess do you remember us telling you on your podcast that we when Helen and I go on tour we used to go on tour my dad was our roadie we would go for a curry after the show and then every single time, my dad will go, oh, shall we get the old lady's fingers? Because <laughs> he's got his fingers. <laughs> That's what Oakley's called. I don't every, even fucking know. every fucking time. And every time. Every town, every city. He'd be like, oh, lady's fingers. Yeah, that's what I'd like. He just likes saying that. Like, so. <laughs> and he doesn't say it in a pervy or sexy way. He just says, oh, the old lady's fingers. Almost like a sort of, like a... Yeah, I think so. Like a jolly serial killer, like oh, the old lady's fingers. Just <laughs> and we all and we don't like them, do we, Helen? So we always say, you no, they're so bitter and awful. It's like, why have that when you can have lamb? You know, like <laughs> isn't okra being bitter though, like a genetic thing, like uh, coriander? Because I think I don't get bitterness at all. So you must no. have that thing. Yeah, I I quite like okra, but not overcooked. But there's a okay. Mm. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I did a foraging course in a London park years ago now, but it was about like um, it was in 
Brockwell Park. And um, it was amazing, like all the stuff, all the flowers and shrubs and roots and stuff that used to be the main things to cook with in England before we had access to all the good stuff, <laughs> um, like dandelion roots and shit like that. But um, a lot of the stuff uh, that we would eat in medieval times in England has gone, gone out of fashion because it has a mucal factor. So when it's chewed or when it has liquid added to it, it creates a, a mucus. And the right. only thing left that's eaten widely internationally or here that has that is okra. So I think it's one of those mm-hmm. things where it's like, it feels so perfectly reasonable that the majority of people would be gipped out yeah. because it's... Does aubergine not have that then? No. Oh. Well, it tastes the fucking Does same to me. <laughs> have you um, have you ever had uh i've got phobia of um i've got a gag reflex of for mushy peas like as soon as they're in my mouth i'm like because it feels like i've already been sick in my mouth um, and it'll make me like, projectile vomit um and uh, and also have you ever had an underripe banana and it feels like you know you know when you spray antiperspirant you accidentally get some in your mouth and it fucking... <laughs> that's such a good description yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh that is that? it nailed nailed it yeah. Oh, yeah. awful. Oh, Underripe banana, it's like furry and hard and anti oh. And it sucks all the moisture out your mouth and you're like, yeah. I'll never be hydrated ever again. This is this yeah. is my mouth now. Yeah. It was never used as like a playground torture actually. <laughs> deodorant or just a bit of roll on onto the tongue of your victim. Or an underripe yeah. banana. <laughs> but it's because the kind of kids who would bully people like that, you also had an insight into their home life because they never had deodorant. So you're like, okay, there's stuff going on here. There's bigger problems. <laughs> <laughs> Funny because it's cruel. <laughs> I don't know if I've got a phobia, but I'm, I've, there's a, I, I feel sad when I think about the fact that I've eaten this. I had octopus a few years ago. And that's before I realised that octopus are the most legendary creatures on the planet. I've, I absolutely adore the octopus. I see, I, just the, they're so, they're not from here, are they? They're aliens. And, <laughs> and, and if they and if they got together, they'd take over the world, right? But I had, I had one in a restaurant and you know, like I'm just, I don't know why I told you the restaurant, like I'm just wandering down the seaside. <laughs> 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 Just yeah, one. Like, they did them in Greg's at the time. <laughs> <laughs> the old Octo steak bake or whatever it was. I had, I had, I just, it came out and all the all the tentacles, all the suckers were on the tentacles and all that and and I was eating it and I, and I even as it went in my mouth, I'm like, this is this is awful, this is awful. I could feel the suckers on my tongue as it went, and I'm just, I was like, ah. Oh. And now I know they're brilliant creatures. I feel I feel genuinely saddened that I did that. And oh, it's, do you know what makes you a yeah. better man than me? Because I've watched we watched a documentary recently, and I was like, oh my god, oh god, it's so, but they're so yummy. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it tasted amazing. I just think it was like, if you're going to eat one animal, you've got to eat all the animals. It's like you sound like when those Tory MPs going, well, some lives are less valuable than others. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Because he's got eight arms, it doesn't make him fucking special. No, and to some extent, the more animal it is, the more obvious it is what it was. Good. Yeah. Like, have your guilt. <laughs> we, the, the, the very least you'd have is a bit of guilt. What's happened is that Conrad, the cat, has been oh. given two pocket oh, pieces and is now 
Relentless. Yeah. Ellie <laughs> uh, and I used to play a game on the Scummy Mummies podcast called Did You Put That In Your Mouth? And um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, Ellie, Ellie went to Africa and went to a restaurant which had a plethora of African animals on the on the list. I, I've eaten shaved horse before in Italy. <gasps> what? Shaved horse. And I was I was working in Venice at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you'd Jeez. get a bag of shaved cheddar. <laughs> was, um, oh, and I goodness. thought that was quite exotic. And then Ellie was like, oh no, I've had giraffe leg. Um, so what? <laughs> it was a different time, guys. It was a different time. Uh, and the restaurant, it was in Kenya, it was in Nairobi, and the restaurant was called Carnivores. Um, right. Okay. It was very, very high class joints. Um, yeah, and we had zebra sausages, giraffe leg, uh, crocodile kebabs. I'm not making any of this up. I'm not making it up. <laughs> is it's that not what I, a, that what it's I, not a choice I would make today. It's it was twenty. Time. It was over twenty years ago. It was over twenty years ago. I'll say that. It's a different time. Basically, in the cast of the Jungle Book. I went to, there used to be a restaurant in Chester, which was when I was living in Liverpool and Manchester, it's sort of halfway to my parents were on this morning where I was. So this is such an incongruous place to put it. On a roundabout in Chester, there was an African restaurant that served <laughs> springbok and, you know, like meats that you would find um, in Africa, obviously broadly the continent. And you could get one that was like a mixed grill and it had, uh, yeah, it had zebra on it, had springbok, it had something else and it had crocodile and i remember having crocodile and thinking it was absolutely delicious because it was like fishy chicken i thought it was lovely and then i found out that to like farm crocodiles i think they have to be really old but because it's like the meat from the tail and so they've got to be like 30 or something mad like that when you when you kill them and you're like oh no this is like eating a postgrad like it, it feels better <laughs> if, it's, if it's young i'm like oh fuck it's done nothing yet but like when something's <laughs> properly old you're like oh god he had a got... future yeah he's <laughs> paying tax and i've just fucking <laughs> him on a mixed grill he's engaged he, he, put it, he was about to buy a house um, <laughs> finally got his tail on the property ladder <laughs> Fucking delicious though. It is like fish chicken. It is just, mm. and it, the tenderness of it is wonderful. Oh, so I mean, good. oh, they gave, they gave their life for a greater purpose. I really think they did. <laughs> Maybe you sort of covered it, but have any of you accidentally eaten anything that wasn't food? What, recently? Ever. <laughs> uh... Oh, I did once in the, in, you remember in the nineties, everything was kind of like, um, uh, you know, from the body shop everything like the scrubs were all fruity and oh, i used to yeah, i used yeah, to go yeah. oh my god this smells so good should i give it a little lick <laughs> i remember giving my exfoliating and licking my arm going mm, mm, apricot didn't taste like apricot tasted like soap and sick <laughs> <laughs> but they did i do remember when they felt well, felt like they first invented body like body rubs and soaks and shit that smell yeah. like you desperately would want to like eat like jam mm. like jam it was a you weird know. trick actually for kids yeah. that like, i've um and which thing. lush really took the ball and ran with it didn't yeah. they from that <laughs> yeah. sort of like that make everything smell like lush, a cake Kieran. yes Kieran's oh really, got a lush addiction. Oh, really yeah, yeah it was a day job for years it's a cult and they used to take all their staff to special lush festivals That's whether they... that happened once <laughs> <laughs> we went I do on. get a cult vibe from it. Yeah, but. I mean, it's quite in, <laughs> yeah. it's an intense workplace. 
Sorry, uh, my cat, my cat's in a plastic bag, and I have to get it out. Sorry, I'm back in a sec. Um, sorry, what? <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen? Don't fuck with cats. That's that was her. That was all her. <laughs> yeah, that sounded like it was dessert. Look at this. It's an egg trick. Me and Rose went on an all-inclusive holiday um, about eighteen months ago, maybe a bit slightly more. No, two years ago. Anyway, um, and it was it had a buffet, and um, weirdly we got we sort of it was sort of like Stockholm syndrome. We got used to our captives and actually captors, and actually got quite used to this buffet of sort of different cakes and chips, basically. Oh yeah, okay. cake, cakes and cakes and nuggets. <laughs> like almost every savoury food food stuff came in like a nugget or a croquette. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of imagine it, like I wondered if it was a bit like boarding school. I was going to say cakes basically. and nuggets is basically what my children eat every day. They're not supposed to have that. Is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> Eggs and nuggets sounds like, you know, a whole truck theatre play about, like, a, a northern area. <laughs> I am, um, speaking of the body shop, though, I have definitely whacked one of, do you remember those bath pills that were everywhere? Mm, yes! Yeah. A few of them. I'm like, it smells delicious, it looks delicious, and then you're like... <laughs> I was I was an early adopter of the eating Tide Pod kind of um, generation. And also because I was a very weird, borderline-only child because my brothers moved out when I was so young. Um, I remember I just had, like... I was just, was just on my own on a farm a lot, and um, I've definitely swallowed pennies, definitely swallowed, like, quite a lot of money that's probably still in there. I'll cut me open. You know when they cut open sharks and there's, like, a number plate inside and stuff? That'll be me. <laughs> <laughs> um, when uh, and I, I had a, a bit of quartz that I found in the field that was really smooth and round, but I think it had dirt on it. So I was like, I know, I'll just put it in my mouth, and then there's no dirt on it, and I can put it back in my box. And uh, not my fanny. But, but, <laughs> I had to clarify because everything else I've said is so feral up to this point. Um, uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, I'll put it in my mouth, and then I was just sort of had it in my mouth, uh, and then I think something gave me a fright, and I swallowed it, and I was like. Oh no, because <laughs> then you are like, even at that age, you're like, I'm gonna have to shit this out. <laughs> so, yeah, that was like, that was a, but I, I reckon it's gone in because isn't the appendix that that little tail used to be where you used to digest rocks, right? Um, so really? I reckon it's just knocking around in there somewhere because I, I didn't hear it fall out. So, ancient appendix working. Why not? If you've got it, use it. <laughs> you like Doc one. Go for it, girl. Flip that appendix. I've definitely eaten rocks and stuff. The amount of times where I've been like, I've gone to, I've picked up something that looked like a crumb of something edible and gone, I know it's not now, but just the simplest thing to do now, really. Especially, almost worse if someone's watching, because then you don't want to gob it out. It seems to be so, it's a big, it feels like an ordeal to be like, like that. It is simple. <laughs> Get it down. Yeah. Um... I also, my fav- one of my favourite things I ever saw a friend do, and she was like, oh, my uni friendship group, she was the, like, the really sexy one, the, the one that was always getting laid, the one that just wore clothes that were like, she'd be like, oh, she's in like, she's in a normal t-shirt. She'd turn around and it'd have no back. Like she, like, she was so cool. And now she works in art and stuff. Anyway, and she was like the dainty picker when everyone, the rest of us were like, ah, 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 at meals out. Once we were just chatting, we were outside and she was like rummaging in her pocket of her coat and pulled out an ancient uh, dairy, like milky bar, white chocolate button, but so old that it had, 
fur grown all around the edges of it. Oh my and we gosh, sort of, we sort of we carried on talking. We didn't really acknowledge <laughs> that that's what she'd pulled out. And she was just sort of so we both sort of looked at it a bit and carried on talking and just casually without even thinking no. about it, she just sort of popped it in. Uh, oh no. And then we were like, oh, oh, oh <laughs> what, what have we done? Um, and then the other thing you've all reminded me of is, I don't know if, maybe this will be revelatory for some of you, but probably not. Maybe, because it's quite gross. But I remember discovering, maybe as a teenager, that if you've been for a swim in a swimming pool, if, if even like 10 hours later, if you lick your arm and sniff yeah. it, it stinks of chlorine all over again. Oh, lovely. I, I love, love it. that. I used to like that from the sea, though. It's like you're a packet of crisps, like a human crisp. Yeah. <laughs> all crusty. Mm. Lovely. Uh, any other eating things that weren't food? My second course has arrived. Yes. <laughs> 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 So, yeah, he's made a really good mushroom risotto. Oh. I think there's some fake meat in there. We get that really good um, in the Chinese supermarket. They've got really good tins of fake meat. It all looks the same, um, but it's really, really cheap and really delicious, like mm. mock duck, mock chicken. Um, yeah, really good. And then he's done it with roast butternut squash in uh, roasted with cumin seeds. It's very nice. What a swanky pants. Wow. Or as my dad again calls it, cumin. Have we got yeah. any cumin seeds? Cumin. <laughs> I'll have the old lady's fingers with cumin, please. <laughs> no, you won't, Dad. No, you won't, because you're going to get us thrown out of the fucking restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Mmm. <laughs> Delicious. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. time you lovely lot well that was an absolute fucking gas thank you so 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 much to those amazing guests i've made extensive notes including links to all the things we mentioned in the podcast in the podcast notes wherever you got this podcast from but by way of a credit roll and a roundup of what all those brilliant guests are up to right now that you must check out, I beg of you. Are you ready? Right, Kiwi Pritchard-McLean has a brilliant new podcast called Who Are You Wearing? All about clothes and style and that. And she's got massive superstar guests on it, like Jonathan Ross and stuff. Rose Ruane is the funniest person on Twitter, arguably. And her mind-glowingly beautiful book, This Is Yesterday, is now out in paperback. Please get it and read it all up and then get it for others. Amanda Bright has a stunning new short film out that you can see for free on YouTube called The Lennox Report, starring Joa Ando, Pearl Mackey and Amit fucking Shah, no less. Steph Smith is writing a million brilliant things, but most imminently she wrote a giant part of The Song Project, um, which is she wrote the lyrics for music made by Isabel Wallabridge. It's on at the Royal Court starting in August. Um, she's such a 
Scummy Mummies are at the Edinburgh Festival from the 6th to the 9th of August and then they're going on a big tour throughout the autumn, the legends. Also, Helen's stunning book, which I feature in as an interviewee, is literally out yesterday actually um, uh, and it's called Get Divorced, Be Happy. And funny man Rich Wilson has podcasts called The Men Brain, The Femme Brain and as well as his Rafik show on the Islington radio station called The Tuned Up Time Machine. Uh, obviously, you also need to be following them all, all over social media. Make sure you're following the podcast at The Hoovering Pod. Feel free to support the podcast with five-star reviews or recommendations or indeed with actual money on ACAS supporter or Patreon. Follow me too at Jessica Foster Q. Hope to catch some of you in Cambridge, Manchester, Bath or Bristol as we see my hench tour off in style. Anything longer than a tweet to send me, as ever, you can email me through my website, jessicafosterq.com. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.